Welcome, everybody, to our podcast, which focuses on the regulation pain point that we have identified during the development of our Accelerate digital roadmap. Um, my name is Hinal Patel, and I'm a partner in the UK specialising in digital transactions. And I'm joined by my partner, Rosalie Pretorius, who specialises in financial regulatory matters, um, in particular financial markets infrastructure, regulation in relation to trading of all asset classes, and most recently um, in relation to crypto assets. So let's kick off turning to my first question, Rosalie. Do you think regulation can be an obstacle to an organization's digital transformation? Yeah, I think so in different ways. And I'll just mention a couple here. I think one reason for an obstacle would be, and we do see this as lawyers, that those responsible for transformation within the organization don't actually engage with the legal and compliance teams at an early stage. Um, so at the stage of actually developing and designing the channel, the digital channel or the product. And to me, this is bad because it means that they can actually go down a particular path and spend a lot of money and create something that actually won't work from a regulatory perspective. So that's a first reason I can uh, I, I think is always worth to mention. The other one is, is that, you know, markets move really fast. Um, and we can definitely, for example, say that about crypto assets and the changes are happening so quickly. Um, and platforms and exchange providers and coin types are being developed so fast that for the regulators to finalize the rules to govern these activities, or even putting in place a working registration regime is, I think, proving challenging. So, Firms could actually spend quite a lot of money on lawyers and compliance consultants trying to understand the position only to find that it's changing. So the only solution in this environment is to be nimble and flexible and to horizon scan on a frequent basis. And then the third thing why I think that um, regulation can be an obstacle is that, you know, remember that they want to understand what's going on. So regulators are actually themselves developing systems to gather information. They are digitalizing as well. But in digitalizing, they need to be consistent. So they're going to be prescriptive about how they gather the information so that they can actually analyze the data, pivot it, understand it. So if you're a regulated firm, you might be creating your own digitalized product or channel, mm. but at the same time, you also need to devote resource to effectively face the regulator in terms of reporting and so on. Yeah, yeah. And and so um, what do you think the key issues are with, re with regard to regulation um, and digital transformation? Look, I think there are quite a few issues, but I think that um, a very key point is that digitalization is something that is happening in a very globally connected world. I mean, we are speaking to you on a a podcast and developers sit everywhere and then you've got that globalization going on and people talking to each other without borders but at the same time regulation is balkanized and not just is it balkanized but there's a lot of it so just yesterday for example one, is, one of our partners in China was expressing amazement at the size of the MIFID 2 project <laughs> um, so I think the point is, is that regulation is tied to vehicles and companies. And one of the issues, which has always been an issue, is that many people in globally active organizations treat the group as if that group is the company, but that's just not the case. So I think in digitalizing, a key thing that people need to remember is that rules depend on the person, not just natural person, so people speaking, but also companies who are legal persons. Mm -hmm. And I think COVID has made, made this issue even more acute because people can work from home from anywhere. And I think that's put some strain on regulation. 
Um, having said that, I think there are technologies now that cut through all of this. For example, DeFi, so decentralized finance, um, that basically these are effectively protocols put together by developers that do certain things. And not any one particular person, be it a natural person or a legal person, is necessarily taking responsibility for it. So I think it's quite challenging because for a regulator, for instance, how they're going to know that the anti-money laundering rules are complied with when um, we've got a very clever system that puts lenders and borrowers together in an open lending protocol. Yeah, um, so I'll yeah. leave that there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I mean, it's a real challenge, isn't it, when when you've got new models like the ones you described, um, when they just don't fit neatly into that kind of regulatory box. Um, and 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 what do you think? How do you think we, um, you know, as an extension of in-house counsel, how can we assist um, companies, our clients, in navigating the regulatory landscape? Um, and thus accelerate their their own digital transformation programs? I, I think it's often a question of story making or actually creating the backdrop. So if you look at, for example, ESG, about two years ago, nobody was talking about ESG. Now everybody's talking about ESG. So I think if we were to speak and mention digitalization in the same sort of way, and these pain points that we've identified in a meaningful way when engaging with clients, then our clients would tend to be the in-house counsel can I ensure that they don't play catch up and there are propositions being floated because they already have the tools, the words, the stories to tell when that strategizing happens and they can input there. So I think that is a, quite an important one. The other one is, is that in engaging with regulators, um, as lawyers, we could actually act as a useful filter because not every client wants to tell the regulator that they don't have the, they don't have the answer to something or that particular rules should be interpreted in a different way. So I think a key thing is that we must continue, as we do, to participate in forums with trade associations and so on, where the future of regulation is discussed and then bring that digitalization angle to the discussion. Great. Um, I mean, look, it, it certainly seems like the regulatory impact on digitalization programs is a challenge, but 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 something that is manageable and 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 not insurmountable. Um, but look, that's that's all we've got time for at the moment. So thank you, Rosalie, for those insightful comments. That's been great, and um, thank you all for listening.